0: let's go then hello and welcome to it's in the jeans podcast a podcast by the digital gene i wish you could introduce us sometime because i still can't say our business name with these teeth in um my name Your is Declan. Teeth. you know what i mean <laughs> me and Viz- my name is declan
1: and i'm sharon
0: and we're a mum and son duo and directors from the digital gene
1: oh you did it there the digital
0: gene <laughs> um <laughs> Today we'll be discussing what we've been up to as well as going into some topics including the Shell Court ruling um, about reducing its carbon footprint, Instagram letting users hide likes to reduce social media presence, Amazon buying more things and getting even bigger, Uh, how Airbnb CEO thinks the platform can replace your landlord and how the Founder of Hoppin became the youngest UK billionaire. And in the business bits section, um, we're going to talk this time about ethics in your business, sustainability and aware and like and being aware of growing in a socially conscious way. How are you doing, Mumsy? Because you, you're not good, are you?
1: I'm not good. No. Mm. Yes, for context, I had my second vaccine on Saturday evening and um, just felt a little bit tired on on Sunday and thought that was probably a little bit to do with the vaccine and also a little bit to do with I'd been out for like four nights on the trot, um, oh, your,
0: is your body not used to it? It was
1: my birthday. Um, <laughs> you no, know, I can't hit one nights normally. You know the yeah. limit. Um, so I just thought it was a combination of that, and then um, Monday and Tuesday, it went very much like the first one did, and just felt really, oh, yeah, you know, you know those feelings as if you're coming down with a cold. And you just feel blur. Felt like that. Tuesday was the worst day. Then yesterday, up early, bright and early. Yeah, felt great yesterday. And your dad was the same. Um, and we thought, oh, that's it. The same two, same sort of two days as last time. Um, but we've both woken this morning and feel the same as we did on Tuesday. So, yeah.
0: Well, I have heard people, obviously be flawed by the second dose but maybe not so long as you guys so yeah keep an eye on it well actually no I
1: i saw somebody and i got involved in a brief conversation on facebook the other day about this the second one was different for them it kept coming and going um so we'll see but obviously we've got a very busy weekend so it needs to be gone
0: it does need to be gone. Um, for context, again, um, the family are finally coming down to Leeds, which the last time we did like a boozy day will have been the summer of two thousand
1: nineteen. I know. Can you believe that? No. i was looking at that video that we had taken, that was part outside
0: the Cotton Exchange,
1: that was yeah. um, part of that crazy golf. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. We're not on about the same video then.
1: <laughs> oh, no. the video, Do you remember the video that we got taken in the booth in the yeah, yeah. golf yeah. Uh, place? I was looking I at did. that and I thought, so that was when? That was July 2019. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we've seen you since then. <laughs> um, and we were regularly seeing you up until February 2020. And then you came home for the first lockdown, didn't you?
0: when we started this podcast yeah
1: yeah but then we haven't seen a great deal of you since then have we and for context again you've moved into a new a new place in lockdown i think
0: people know i think people know this. oh but you're saying that you want to see it
1: yeah the fact that we haven't actually seen it yet we've only done the virtual tour which was on the on the estate agent's website or whatever website it was we've literally and then obviously your virtual tour on your phone when when you actually moved in um, mm-hmm. And the fact that we met met you halfway on a service station to give you a TV—that's <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's about it. So we're excited to see your new place, and we're excited to spend some time with you. And we're excited because we're stopping over in the hotel close by to you, and all those all those things we all used to do so easily and take for granted, and now it seems like it almost feels like we're actually getting ready to go on holiday.
0: Well, I, obviously, I know you don't tend to ask me how I am and what I've been doing, <laughs> but um,
1: how I'll are you just uh,
0: like, obviously, talking about normal weekends, the weekend I've just had in London was probably the most normal life has felt since March 2020. Mm. Um, there were certain parts of it, so I drove, because um, we just didn't know if restrictions were going to lift. So we didn't want to book a train last minute because they're expensive. Um, so did like a park and ride North London. So the tube that we got on went through Kings Cross and Euston. It was like half six on a Friday evening. And the tube obviously had quite a few people on. We are still in London, but it was nowhere near what it would have been at that time in during like pre-pandemic. So that was a bit bizarre um and there are obviously still those restrictions but being able to sit inside now i feel like it it just felt the most normal it's felt in forever really um
1: well we sat inside didn't we for for the um pub meal that we went for on my birthday my actual birthday evening last week
0: i'd actually forgot about that because i'm not gonna lie it was lovely to see you all but I keep saying to people, like, oh, how was your night at home? And I'm just like, why does every restaurant in Teesside just all do the same the same menu oh, no, wherever no. you go? And then us four, Grandma just had a starter because she doesn't eat much. And then us four, my brother, Mum and Dad and me, all ordered a palmer. And I just thought, we are the most uncultured swides. And even better, you'd had a homemade palmo the night before.
1: I mean, <laughs> people so, would think. I mean, we're not your typical Palmer eating borough family. I've got to say, just you know, just for the sake. of well, you don't we sound it. Palmo, but it seemed that we'd had two. We probably haven't had one for months and months, and then we had two in. in oh, they like, like a bus other. The space of two days, yeah, because your dad made his homemade, healthier version. Home um,
0: made, you home can't made see it.
1: healthier version the the evening before um but yeah didn't think that meal was actually that great that we ate out for and and it was so so um such a fleeting visit for you because you went straight back later on in the evening after we'd eaten um so it still doesn't feel like i've we literally had a little bit of a chat here in my new office up up in the eaves um and then we went out and then it felt as if you went well, you did. Yeah, it, did it didn't go be quite like quick. it. You did. So, um, so yeah, really, really looking forward to the weekend. Just want to not and feel I'm, like this.
0: I'm hoping you won't.
1: I'm hoping it.
0: Because you've got an outfit to get together. You've got, oh, like, we need to serve looks. We I need had to... my nails
1: done. <laughs> and didn't you serve a look?
0: I did serve did a look, did you serve yeah. a
1: look on Saturday in London? That's yeah. the first time that I've known you be confident enough to actually post yourself, not only on Instagram, but then later on you actually put it on Facebook. And I was like, oh, my God, this boy doesn't even go on Facebook anymore. But look at him. He must be feeling all the bougie.
0: All the bougie. All the bougie. Oh, to God, that was crazy.
1: Posting himself on both platforms. Um, but even though I'm your mama, I did think you looked fabulous.
0: Thank you. I mean, I'm going
1: to say that, and I always do say it, but you did look fabulous. And the, that that colour is so you.
0: And I couldn't believe that that wall was purple.
1: That that wall when was got purple, it... and you were in shades of lavender. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, <Yeah>. and even my <laughs> mother like... who never normally comments came into the room. I think I was in the bedroom at the time. Came oh, into, I don't
0: know this.
1: Came into the room. I know I haven't told you this. Who never normally comments on anything, came in and said, doesn't dex look great on that photo and i was like he does he does so there you go
0: i like it i like it i like it so before we get into um our topics and different things i've just got a couple of recommendations that because i know that we like to give the listeners recommendations of what we what we watch what we get up to so Mm -hmm. Firstly, quite quickly, I read an article in the New Statesman about a guy that's challenging the the big four tech platforms, and he's called Scott Galloway, and he's just so like, you know, like a big thinker, but not in a wanky way. Oh, Do you know what I mean? I hate that word. Like, yeah, <laughs> but like you can tell he's being authentic, but he's not doing it just to because I always think that Gary Vee sometimes can be a bit Ugh, all right. Yeah, get over you've yourself. never
1: liked him, and
0: yeah. Actually, I don't um, really
1: see him around anymore and I haven't unfollowed him, but I just don't see his stuff anymore.
0: But he just, hes, he's so he's got two podcasts, which I've not listened to yet, but I'm really going to. Um, really going and to. And let me find his Twitter profile. I, um, But he just said, he quoted something like, assume he tells people you are not Mark Zuckerberg. Um, people who tell you to follow your passion are already rich. You should instead follow your talent. Mm. Um, expect that a certain amount of failure is out of your control and recognise you may need to endure it or move on. Um,
1: oh, I like my own. Both. Do you think talent mm. is different to passion then? Yeah. Do you?
0: Can be. doesn't always have can to be. be
1: both. It can be both, obviously, can't it?
0: Yeah. And then my own favourite Galloway line, the person who read this article um the moral status claimed by the wealthy. Um privilege looks in the mirror and sees nobility. <laughs> um which I thought was quite um but yeah like he does he does lectures at some university um and he just challenges big ideas and he said he actually thinks that Amazon will break up at some point. Um he thinks that yeah he just it it will get too big and people. What you mean the, too
1: big in the sense that it's totally unmanageable?
0: Totally unmanageable in the sense that people will start to twig as consumers that no company should be that big.
1: Okay. Do you and he actually thinks though? the main
0: the main profit for Amazon in the future will be servers.
1: Hmm
0: and like people needing to host things on Amazon servers. Yeah, well, Um, we've
1: we've got a couple of web applications for clients that that get hosted on Amazon servers.
0: Yeah, Um, so he's got...
1: But the interesting thing there, where you said that people will twig, that no company, no corporation should be that big, I find it interesting that it's social media that has made us aware of the size of companies more. You know, back in the day, I probably wouldn't have known about half of the companies that I know about these days because, you know, everybody's a lot more, um, I wouldn't say the, transparent isn't the word, visible, mm. Everybody's it, everything is a lot more visible than it used to be. Th- those things were always there to find out, but it wasn't the, the thing that your average person would dig about unless there was some headline about, a, you know, a story. Whereas Mm -hmm. it's so easy to look on somebody's website, look on their social profiles, look on their most recent posts, you know, all that stuff. Um, It's so accessible now. So I think we we do know much more about companies. So they've probably always been as big, you know, and I know they are the biggest on the planet by a long way. No, you're so wrong.
0: I think you're wrong on that, to be honest.
1: Do you? Tell me why then.
0: Because no companies have ever been worth what those companies are. No, even, I know it's if, relevant. Even get even for even taking inflation out of account, like those four companies. so he, he's his first book he wrote, or the one that he talks about a lot is called The Four, and it's obviously about Amazon, Apple, Facebook and Google. And he's like, those four companies own the planet. No, they that's what I'm polit- saying. That's like, what
1: I'm saying. But politics
0: ugh. doesn't matter either because they like they own politics. No, as well. exactly
1: that's what I mean. And what I'm trying to say is, would we, with without, you know, social media and and the web, if those businesses existed but but weren't what they were, say they say they were the same, they were something different, would we know just how big they were without the web? We wouldn't, would we? The visibility um, is there, and and obviously because Google is the web, so forget that Google is the web, but because the web exists. We're able now much more, e- much easier to n- to see that visibility that we necessarily would have had to dig for before, and would your average person in the street have dug for that information? Whereas now it's just widely available. So we know. Well, you could
0: also you could also well you, you couldn't just argue it. It is fact that none of those businesses would exist exist without the web anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm saying that, but if we t- took out the example about that they were web-based corporations, forget uh, that they're that. It's the fact that they are the size they are. The web exists, and we're able to know that. Do uh, you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Whereas once yeah. over, a company of a massive size might have, and I would have been oblivious to it. But now, because mm. all of this news is in my social media feeds, and then I, if I find something interesting, I can go and read something. And then I can hop onto a website, read a bit more. Hop onto a news site, read a bit more. It's all much more accessible for us to know, and that actually may become come full circle, like that guy said. That might be their actual downfall. Mm. Mightn't it? Because yeah. people will, people are twigging. You know, everybody complains about Amazon, yet everybody orders off Amazon. So will that go full circle and we will start to say, you know what? I know more and more people, especially through lockdown, have said, you know, let's order from the the little people on our high streets and local. Um, But then will people people then just easily skip back to Amazon because it's there on your doorstep in no time? I hope not. But they do, though, don't they?
0: Yeah. So he's got two podcasts. One, the the Prof G show because he is a professor and the bio, quickly of that is we live in a winner take all economy that's by by into those who are part of the innovation economy and those who aren't. Why um, it, every, by what By I don't know how to say this, mum. Can you help me? You must know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> by for by for Kating. B I splitting in two basically it means, doesn't it? Okay. B I F U R C A T I C A T I N G. Um But he gets other but he gets other on professors, practitioners and entrepreneurs to join and contribute ideas. So that's one podcast, which I think is weekly or twice weekly. And then he's also got um Pivot Podcast. Um
1: He's a busy guy
0: though. And he's wrote a new book recently about coronavirus and it is which i might get but probably never read because i never have time to read um post corona from crisis to opportunity oh, um, so yeah let's move on because we're nearly 20 minutes and we haven't even got 20 but yeah the last quick thing is last night i watched on net netflix um the the mitchells versus the machines which was so good i've just give it five star because i've started doing instagram reviews haven't i Mm-hmm. Of films, because I just thought I've I love film, and I just thought, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Um, do you
1: save it in your? Do you have a a, a little section where you save them?
0: I've got a highlight. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant.
1: Highlight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. God, you can tell you've not been using Instagram very much anymore.
1: I've got. No, are... I've got no highlights anymore, I deleted them all.
0: Oh, did you?
1: Yeah, I just think they're boring.
0: But anyway, it's like no animation visually I've ever seen before. And it's all about a family that have to verse the machines when like tech goes wrong. So the premise of it sounds quite familiar because we've seen it loads now. But I know we talk. I thought it was quite because we talk about tech and digital and everything here. And there was just some family bits like they were all sat around the table, and the dad was like, "Can we all put our phones away tonight?" And when they all put the phones down for ten seconds, they all started going like bong-eyed and like (laughs) they couldn't cope with it and stuff. Um, And then literally uh, any
1: evening round our table.
0: (laughs) And then this, what there's like another family that's like an insufferable Instagram family who ends up looking the woman looks up to her, one of the main characters looks up to her. Why have I started echoing there?
1: It doesn't sound it to me.
0: Oh, um, looks up to her and she's like, oh, look at that Instagram family. And then towards the end, the woman comes over to her and turns out she looks up to this person and says to her something like, "Um, oh, I just look up to you so much. I've decided to follow you on Instagram. And it was like, you know, if somebody, a can imagine people, moment. like it was a privilege to to that, that person followed you. But it was just really funny. It was like laugh a minute. I was giggling all the time. Is it new? Um, it was meant to go in the cinema, so it's a Sony film, um, but they sold it to Netflix because, but yeah, but it's fairly it new. new it, hasn't came,
1: popped, it hasn't popped up for me.
0: Yeah, it came out um, in uh, oh. April, end of April. Um Uh so yeah. Well, interestingly,
1: we started watching um it's it's actually not new, but it was season two is new, which is obviously why it's popped up for me on Netflix. Um, called The Startup.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um and what's really interesting about that, it's a whole mix it's based in Miami and it's a whole mixed of different characters. I won't go into it too much, but it's what really intrigued me was it's about a young girl um and she has created spent spent time in her bedroom um creating a new currency called gencoin and um she's trying to get people to Im- invest in it she I think she needs about eight million for it to work um and she's going around all the banks in Miami and you know trying to get investors and nobody's interested because of her background and the fact that she's a young female all the all the usual stuff um and she sort of gets involved in with some really shady characters and gang members um getting some money from places that she shouldn't be getting money to get it going and I'm really really enjoying it and I'm fascinated by that whole bitcoin thing because I really just don't understand it
0: well I'm going to segue because I was actually reading an article yesterday so we'll go into our first actual topic that we said we'd discuss and um, I was reading about the environmental impact of um cryptocurrencies um Mm -hmm. because obviously they're all on servers and the co2 that it creates is crazy and you just don't think about things like this but i picked this article because it was a landmark ruling yesterday so a court in um in the hague has ordered royal dutch shell which is obviously the dutch version of shell i'm guessing Mm -hmm. yeah um they've ordered in a court order that they have to reduce their emissions by 45 percent by the end of 2030 so bear in mind that's what nine and a half years no um Um, it is from 2019 levels so i don't know if they have been reducing them anywhere um Mm -hmm. but it it was brought by friends of the earth which i think is like a eco charity um Mm -hmm. But the the Roger Cox, the lawyer of the Friends of the Earth, said, this is a turning point in history. This case is unique because it's the first time a judge has ordered a large pollutant corporation to comply with the Paris Climate Agreement. This ruling may have also major consequences of other big polluters. But not just other big polluters. I I wonder if, from a business perspective, that we're going to move to a model where everyone will kind of have to reduce their CO two output in a way. Um whether that's there'll be a new tax, so we currently pay what corporation tax, they might end up being a CO a carbon tax, which some countries have started to bring in. And I do think in the next ten years that we're gonna see a, a major change, or I hope that we are, um, because I've been reading I've been seeing some, I follow this meteorologist on Twitter, and whilst we've been having a really cold winter in Europe, uh, spring so far, um, there's been parts of the Arctic Circle which have been over 30 degrees warm. So wow. we need to do something. Um, it just and-
1: makes you wonder where, what, what if we if some of us lived a bit closer to it, we'd be doing something, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah, we're all
1: far removed from it.
0: So, like, look at yesterday. So, Dominic Cummings testifying against Boris, not really things that we knew, but look at how fast, how rubbish they reacted to something that was happening really quick. Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: I think with climate change, because it's happening slow and it doesn't appear to be, you know, really knocking on our door it's gradually happening Mm -hmm. i just i feel like everyone is too short-sighted to want to do something about it
1: but it seems like we can't uh, our government can't react to things fast or slow
0: well yeah but they're certainly not going to react to that it's like we're holding that um cop 26 that um climate change conference later this year and it, people are saying it's laughable that the uk is hosting it because there's no way that we're going to hit any of our targets that we've said we will want to hit um and it's all well and good us um it's like plastics isn't it did you see that this week i didn't know Some about i think it's less than 10 percent of what we actually recycle ends up being recycled we send it to china and turkey to either be burnt or just dumped somewhere
1: yeah it's almost like it, it's that old adage of you know not in our front garden not in our neighborhood it's almost like well we've passed it on to somebody else so we've we've played our part and Mm. instead of dealing with the problem you know it's like neighborhoods isn't it when neighborhoods get rough and then councils try to move all those people out and knock knock the houses or the flats or whatever down and then start again You're always just moving whatever problem it is on, aren't you, instead of dealing with it? Um, Because often it's the dealing with it is a lot more difficult because it's entrenched in lots more things that have gone wrong prior. So it means sort of unravelling a whole bunch of problems to deal with that particular problem. Yeah, Um, But
0: it it does just show that you have to... Everything, you have to globally respond to something. So let's say COVID got out of hand in India mm. earlier in the year. And now there's a, as it does when it's circulating through thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, mm. um, it's mutated. And now that mutation has ended up in the UK. Do you know so, what, it
1: sounds strange. They're talking about India. There doesn't seem to have been anything on the news this week about how, you know... All the problems that they were having with not having vaccines and not having enough um oxygen.
0: Yeah.
1: Where's all that gone?
0: Um just other does things it, have taken up the new
1: cycle. Or are all those thousands, millions of people still needing oxygen? What what does it mean?
0: There's still an average of four thousand people a day dying.
1: I just don't get it. It's like you
0: have to remember, Mum. There's editors of these news articles that go with what is going to get people to watch the news. It doesn't mean that something's not happening anymore.
1: Oh, I don't um, mean it's not happening. I just think, I just think it's quite shallow. The news sometimes.
0: Well, all everyone's interested at the minute is what Dominic Cummins is saying at that select committee,
1: and he's um, an absolute snake. And can I just say, obviously, he's <laughs> he's. Um, what he's saying is the truth, obviously, you know, about his time there. But he's yeah. actually. why would you want that person on your team? What an absolute snake. I
0: know. Like,
1: like, fair enough, they've got it wrong, and they've got it wrong big style. And for my mind, I was talking about this yesterday. Um, basically, obviously, we're all aware nobody's ever experienced a pandemic in our lifetimes, anybody's lifetimes, like at this level we all knew it was going to be really hard to react to and to know what to do. So why, as a government, didn't they just say, this is really bad, we're going to get through it, we need everybody's help and support, we've never actually done anything like this before, so please bear with us, we're doing our best. Why not just be clean and transparent like that instead of pretending that everything was okay? And obviously they did discuss about herd immunity, and that's fine because that's a scientific thing. Of course they're going to... Discuss herd immunity, but don't try and hide it from us and say you, all this other crap.
0: I think um, it's because all of the pandemic preparation that we had in the UK was based off an influenza pandemic, but obviously this isn't a flu. Not an
1: influencer.
0: No, <laughs> I did mix mean, them two words it was there. An I did. I did. I like said it wrong.
1: Influencer started it. Um, influenza.
0: It, but yeah, it's it's kind of. You've got to. What am I saying?
1: I just wish people. I just wish everybody just needs to be a lot more honest and transparent, and that includes the government. Instead of trying to protect, you know, like to me, Boris is just trying to cover up his own stuff, his own shit, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I don't think what anything Dominic said just the people was particularly revealing.
1: No, it wasn't particularly revealing, but I just think wouldn't we all just feel a lot safer and you know trust them a lot more if they just said hands up we've never w- we are struggling as to know what to do for the best but we're going to do our best for you yeah why can't people just say that why just mm. lie all of the time like with yeah. the herd immunity of course they're going to discuss that because that is a scientific thing isn't it don't pretend you never discussed it
0: mm.
1: Don't pretend that you wouldn't think of us as a herd because we are a herd in you know, in the biological sense, aren't we?
0: I can 100% think, imagine him saying, let the bodies pile high though, 100%. So can I. I can imagine I... him being like, we need economic growth. We can't do this. Like putting people's, putting economic prosperity before any, every, anybody's lives. And it looks like what they did with the care homes and the, um, like vulnerable people is just shocking.
1: So, can I tell you if anybody's watched? What's that? Um, there was only three episodes. <sighs> there was only three episodes on BBC recently? Yes. With, Secret. Uh, go on.
0: Wasn't it? I've watched it. Wasn't yeah. it? Um, hang on.
1: The father in that.
0: The pursuit of love.
1: Yeah. The father yeah. in that, what's the actor?
0: I don't know.
1: Oh, you do. Find him quickly for me. I need his name. The father in that. That's, yeah. that's the real Boris.
0: Oh, I get what you Do you get me?
1: Yeah. That's the real Boris yeah. and lots of those... Dominic public-
0: West. Dominic West.
1: Dominic, Dominic West plays the yeah. father figure, the father role in that family. And... Yeah. Every time he, he, I mean, it was such, I I absolutely loved it. I wanted it to be more than three episodes, but that sums up Boris to me and and all of his public school type cronies behind the scenes. That's how I imagine them being. You might think it's strange that a web design company would talk about Google Ads and Facebook advertising in the same sentence as the design of your website. My career history at the Digital Gene is deeply embedded in the client side of running online businesses in various industries, including e-commerce. I've worked with some great agencies over the years, and I learned on the job how important landing pages are to the success of an ad and your return on ad spend. Read my latest blog post about why a poorly designed website might be eating into your Google ad spend.
0: Right well, we, we um we digressed a bit from uh, climate change there, but I'm just I guess I'm just keeping me me You know, looking at what's happening, I'm just thinking what effects it will have on corporations and businesses and how that will trickle down to potentially smaller to medium-sized businesses as well. Um, Mm
1: -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So the next
0: thing, um, we obviously quite often talk about social media and uh, the association it quite often has with mental health. Now, I noticed on Instagram that you can see likes again.
1: Remind so, me, I've forgotten so much.
0: So this article is about how it's now offering you an option to hide the number of likes you receive on your post, right? Um, but didn't they get rid of likes, and then they kind of brought them back?
1: Well, I thought that was very short lived because I've, I for as that that seemed like that was a second because I feel as if I've always been able to see other people's likes.
0: Mm, but there was there was talk of it. Uh, the, only thing,
1: the only thing that I can say, this week, my likes have disappeared. Ah, oh. But for ages, when they were talking about bringing it in or they said they were trying it, it yeah. felt like it was, you know, a breath and it was here and gone. And I've been able to see my likes and everybody else's likes for ages, apart from the last day or two, mine seemed to have disappeared.
0: Yeah. Interesting. They do what they like. I think like everyone's profiles different as well.
1: Well, you know when they say when you when you say all about businesses pivoting, they're all pivoting yeah. all the time. It's like, oh, let's try this because we they they they're just exactly the same as us. They're just bigger.
0: Yeah, and they test certain things out with certain people, don't they?
1: Yeah, and like um, how we test things and that. Oh, that didn't do very well. Or should we do? Oh, that was great. They're exactly the same, just bigger.
0: But a positive thing, which I haven't said, but a positive thing that Instagram have done recently is allow you to put your pronouns on your profile.
1: Oh, have they really?
0: Do you not know this?
1: I haven't got that in mind. It must, be a it must be a rollout, yeah,
0: yeah. You will. You have to go to, like, your profile settings because I didn't have it for the first few days when people were talking about it, but most people have it now. Um, I would say all people have it now, yeah. Um, LinkedIn have let oh, you is, do the I same as well,
1: but I haven't looked.
0: Yeah, haven't um, looked LinkedIn so. LinkedIn now lets you do it as well because obviously I'd wrote written mine as part of my like surname, but uh-huh. now it actually gives you an option. Um, well, that's interesting
1: it. that they you know they're jumping on that.
0: Yeah, um, they said for those of us trying to be welcoming and inclusive, this is the best practice for everyone. It allows us to build a better community and a better society um, when we have conversations like these.
1: So what 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 selection of pronouns would you are available to use?
0: I think there's four. Um he, him, she, her, they, then, and then I'm not but you can you can they give you options but they can you can also kind Make of state them as well. So no, but some people are like he, him, they they're not really bothered if you don't if you if you gender them as no gender in a way. I I,
1: I know I, you don't get it. I know no, you
0: don't get I just, it. My
1: brain <laughs> won't I, I I get that. I love the pronouns. I love that. But I don't get the, the they things. My my well, brain won't grasp the, the understanding of that.
0: My perspective is that I think it's a shame that we live in a society where people have to say that they are. Because basically it's taking the um stereotypical roles of gender which have normally been binary yeah Mm -hmm. and you just identify where you don't really see yourself in those stereotypical societal roles so you just prefer to not be deemed he or she you're non-binary you're you're not you're not in that binary thing that society tries to fit you in which I reckon loads of people are. Like, if if somebody called me them or they, I really wouldn't be bothered. Because you is, could is say maybe not, I, like an I, I'm not like. No, I'm just saying like, like I wouldn't. I am a man, and I identify as he him, but I'm not kind of. I wouldn't say I necessarily prescribe to the normal gender roles of society. So. I don't, I don't know. Do know what
1: that means, though?
0: You do. I you don't. do. What a male and a female is meant to be like in what society would have, have been.
1: You see, I don't feel like you're that great at describing it. So I don't think you're. Maybe I'm
0: not. Maybe I'm not. But I just say that that's like you don't fit within the stereotypical binary that has defined society. So Can I write
1: my pronoun as special <laughs> or extra?
0: No. No, Mum. Couldn't I put... That is... Mum, that is taking the mic. <laughs>
1: know, that's maybe. like when...
0: That's like some of Piers Morgan would say.
1: Oh, thank you. Don't, don't align but me it with it is. He's, but it
0: like, is. He's like, well, I'll start putting whatever just, in mind. No, like, that was it's just a
1: joke. I was actually... I, I just don't understand it, and I'm not convinced, son, that you explain it that great to me either. So maybe I need to read up on it. Um, maybe you do. Because it just... Normally, you're quite good at explaining things to me, and then me understanding it. But this one, I'm not. So I don't know whether that's. But on I wonder me or if this
0: like there's not that there's not that much to do, to describe. Like, I don't know
1: what they is.
0: Non-binary. I
1: don't understand, I don't understand they because that was that's but, plural.
0: It's not. It doesn't have to be.
1: Well, in the English language, they in the um, English
0: language, yeah,
1: yeah. So, but I am English. Yeah. Um. And I and I speak English, so I'm using what the words that are in the English language. They, them is a plural. How can I be a plural version of me? You're not. Well, That's what I can't grasp.
0: They it has no gender, so you're not a plural. You're just a them. Oh. What else would you say in the English language, though? I if don't know. If I didn't want to give don't you don't a male or female pronoun. It reminds
1: me of Gollum, you know, when he talks about we... He, <laughs> if that's what it reminds me of. We go, we, we. Oh yes, we. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's yes, what they, them. Yeah. And I'm not saying it. I'm, I'm just trying to understand it because, as you know, I do like to be educated by my kids on all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, and I get the he, him, she, her thing. Um, but I don't get the they, them.
0: Well, Google it then.
1: Well, I've googled it. Before, and I still don't get it, because that's a plural word to me. And and I know I'm a many-faceted, multi-layered person, but I wouldn't describe myself as a they.
0: Well, because you're not. Because <laughs> you're not.
1: <laughs> but you said I can if I wanted to.
0: But well, if you wanted to, you can identify however you want, but if that's not how you feel, then you're not.
1: But I do feel like a multi-layered personality, but I wouldn't say I was they.
0: Uh-huh. God, it's like that film. What was that one with... Um, what's his face in where he had multiple personalities and one of them was called Patricia? What was that film? Split.
1: You sounded there like you were talking to another person. <laughs> what was that film? Ooh.
0: I am, I'm talking to you.
1: <laughs> You're talking to that other layer.
0: Right, come on, let's move come on because I on, did want to keep this to an hour today. So okay. we now have... Um, Jeff Bezos has become... Jeff Bond. Has Amazon has bought MGM. Talking eight, about
1: Amazon, eh? Getting bigger and bigger. <laughs>
0: yeah. For 8.45 billion. So they will have um kind of a lot of ongoing um like a lot of a back catalogue of loads of they'll get their James Bond franchise, Legally Blonde, Handmaid's Tale. Um, so that now, all that kind of content um, sits under the Amazon umbrella. And I just think, why do they need to do that? And i would tell you what I don't want to happen. On, I don't then. want Bond films to be released on Amazon Prime. I'm sorry, Bond films should be seen at the cinema. <laughs> and that that's it.
1: Well, as long as Top Gun doesn't go onto any of them.
0: I think Top Gun then will is serious. I no, <laughs> Top Gun is paramount so. I tell um, you what was um, what happened.
1: That, that what's what's that um second th- the first one was on Netflix and now it's going on the on the cinema where they have to keep qu- a quiet place.
0: Oh, the first one wasn't. The first one was on the cinema. It's been on Netflix, but it oh, did go right, on. Oh, so
1: on the cinema. Oh. Yeah. So oh. Yeah, I'm gutted because I, I haven't been to the cinema yet and I don't know whether I'm ready to go to the cinema. I know you've been out and about at the cinema, haven't you? And you're rolling it your is. eyes now. For the benefit <laughs> of listeners, I roll going on now. Um,
0: Why okay. Mum, we went to the cinema in August last year. Yeah, COVID, and I did When it was COVID, When COVID was even more of a thing and yes. none of us were vaccinated.
1: Yes, and I did actually say it was one of the places that I thought was very well organised and it felt a really safe space to be in. But it I feel so deeply entrenched in not going anywhere. Because we've we've been locked up for so long, it's weird. It's weird It is to go strange.
0: Places. It is it's strange having kind of like loads of plans as well. Hmm. Like, it's, like, even going to London last weekend, going to the lakes next weekend, you guys coming down this weekend. God, my diary sounds full. Um, I know,
1: we're in York the week next weekend as well, so. Like,
0: yeah, I just think it's, yeah. But you just have to do, like, small. Maybe you come in with your family on Saturday next week will be a nice little gradual stepping stone. Um. Yeah, because I'm going... There's loads of films coming out as well. You can't miss some of these good ones.
1: When's top going? Um, Did you say that's later not in the till, year?
0: Not till November. I'm sure we'll probably do a 20-minute talk on this podcast after we've watched it, because I've promised Mum that I'll she can come down here and we'll watch it on the big IMAX screen that I've got near me oh, I know. in November. The other,
1: the other thing that I'm excited about is hopefully going to see Duran Duran at Scarborough Open Air Theatre. So, yeah, I hope that happens.
0: When's that meant to be?
1: That's November. Is it September or November? I can't remember. I don't um, know.
0: I was asking you. <laughs>
1: no, I'm I I'm, I'm asking them. <laughs>
0: sorry. Mom, stop. stop taking the mic.
1: I'm taking the mic myself. No,
0: I know, I know, but it's not a good look. It's not a good look.
1: Oh, I'm so um, sorry. Slap my hand across, you know. We haven't even did,
0: all we've said is the headline of this article and we haven't even discussed it. Go on, get it. on with it then. Um, it's just another example of another big business buying a movie studio. Disney have bought everything, nearly. Um, and obviously Disney bought Marvel, Star Wars, um, everything like that. Um, now Amazon are buying movie studios as well. I just think the landscape of all sorts of sectors are just completely changing in front of us yeah but Um, this has
1: always happened though you know it's like when you think of the the rupert rupert murdochs of the world you know when they were buying everything up uh um you know it was it was newspapers and it was cable tv and satellite tv and all that sort of stuff wasn't it all those old seem really old-fashioned terms now actually they are old-fashioned terms um it's just more of that it's just a different different generations version of that
0: and they're all pumping content out like, no, tomorrow. Like, I just cannot – like, I think Wendy, when there used to be, like, a big blockbuster, let's say, like, Jaws in the 80s, I think it played in the cinema for, like, months and months and months and people were still going to see it because it was, like – They did, yeah. and used to but go – even the, even the biggest blockbusters going – Will only be in the cinemas for a few weeks because the next big thing's out.
1: Do you know and what I like... always find strange about the blockbusters? Like, obviously, if it's something you know, I remember the days of Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. We'd literally mm. be there on the first day, wouldn't wouldn't we?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: in one of the one of the showings. But then, you know, even for other things that were still pretty big, even if you weren't able to be there on the, on the first day, even if it was like into the first week. I was always surprised how many seats then were left at the cinema, like as if it was done and over.
0: Well, I'd, there has been reports this week that since cinema, cinemas have reopened in this country, they can't believe how many people came back last week.
1: Oh, far well, that's exce- weird.
0: Like far exceeded their expectations. It was something like, yeah, and apparently it was all Peter Rabbit two. <laughs> oh, I could. <goodness>. I know. <laughs>
1: was that your grandma buying tickets all the time? Um.
0: And yeah, the, I mean, the back in weather, the, the back weather as well.
1: Back in the day you used to, Yeah, exactly. rubbish weather. Yeah. Back in the day you used mm. to go more than once. You know? I mean,
0: I do. <laughs>
1: if you, Still, if but... you you know, if you really liked a movie, you used to go more more than once and you are right, it did seem, you know, even when I was your age, it did seem like movies were just the same movie was on forever. Mm. Um, but also, as well, I've noticed Netflix suddenly improved again because even that you know you imagine the whole world seemed to watch Netflix in the first and second lockdown um and then there, there seemed to be a dip didn't they after Christmas where it wasn't that, and I kept saying, can't believe it there's nothing even on Netflix that I'm eager to watch, but then all of a sudden, in the last few weeks, it seems to have revived and coming back again mm. um but even you said that didn't you there was a little yeah. dip yeah yeah thank god for the real housewives
0: i know i know so let's move on to another topic um Airbnb ceo thinks that um deposits long-term leases and proof of income are all outdated and we quite often challenge what we call dinosaurs and new ways of thinking but this has all come about because obviously the pandemic has pretty much um got rid of the travel industry for quite a while and i don't see it recovering Mm. for ages so he's on about kind of like long-term airbnb listings um and he thinks i think eventually in the future people start paying for rent the way they pay for cable television or for netflix you pay on a month to month basis um long-term the shift to long-term rentals doesn't mean the business is changing how it vests guests so that's good um so almost all this old system of renting you don't need to do anymore. That is the stuff that was, that is stuff that was invented before the technology allowed almost all this to be automated. It's like using a rotary dial phone. Suddenly we have smart smartphones. So basically,
1: um, you just you just um, log your credit debit card against it. Book yourself yeah. in.
0: Uh, and i think i, I hope that because so many landlords are terrible and he said mm-hmm. he's saying that airbnb's trust and safety team is more sophisticated than what la- landlords use um and it's like well, and he's, you're gonna almost say feel, that, he's gonna no, say I know that, but you almost feel like you want landlords to get the comeuppance, because like very rarely do you have a positive experience with a landlord um and it's like imagine if you just wipe out the need for them I mean it completely changed the housing it completely um I don't even know it's what It's
1: hard to think about it's hard to think about isn't it but I love I love it when the status quo is challenged like this
0: Well I know but you know, it but... might not take off cuz some things I, I like some things do some and some things, things don't happen. it's really strange it's like some people said oh in the next 10 years nobody'll own their own car everyone'll they'll just be kind of like cars that you hop in you know mm-hmm. and they'll all be like driving around like kind of like Uber en masse, but that hasn't took And will took they be off.
1: hovering? Will they be hovering by then?
0: No, well, they said like they, might be, dri- Dr- they like- might be driverless, though.
1: I always just think it'll be like Blade Runner eventually, won't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But they might be driverless. But I don't know whether this will take off, but I think it's an interesting pivot from Airbnb. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it is interesting, and like I say, I do love it when you see people challenging the status quo. Um, but it's market forces again, isn't it? These things will only take off if the market allows it to. The people and you who have are using
0: to, the product. Yeah, that's yeah, that's so true. People have to come round to it as well. But apparently, nearly a quarter of all the Airbnb bookings are already, are longer than twenty eight days. Really. I've noticed when you look now, you can go and do like long, t- like longer term listings. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So. Yeah. So it's
1: like coming in by stealth mode, some ways, isn't it? And then, and then they actually say, "Oh, well, we've been doing it for the last five years. It's and it's been growing in popularity, type of thing. You sometimes hear that with these things that you're you think are new actually aren't new. They're just becoming embraced more by people.
0: Yeah yeah
1: interesting thing to watch out on then that mm, definitely
0: so the last thing you added before we get to the business bit section you just saw you wanted to talk about a 26 year old man becoming the youngest billionaire well he's not just a billionaire if he's launched a four one four point one billion 4.1 billion business so hopping well, so he's launched hopping so for people who don't have, i've used hopping not i've like been to conferences that have used hopping um and it's like a, what is it like a conferencing kind of virtual event? Um,
1: yeah, I mean it's different. You know, sometimes people liken it to um, Zoom. Um, I mean it's way better than Zoom. And basically, it's it's a it's an it's an end to end solution, isn't it? In the fact that it has lots of functionality that zoom literally can't do Z- zoom is basically for a meeting and that can either be a one-to-one meeting or several people on it but all of the things that need to happen in say um a live streamed event can't right. happen in zoom and that's where hopping picks up but what was really interesting about it when i read the article i thought oh that has got to be one for the podcast so i'll just give you a, a, a little bit of uh of an overview of the fact that he has become the UK's youngest billionaire. He went to Manchester University and um, he, he created an app whilst he was at university for students getting discounts at restaurants. Hmm. Um, and then um, he graduated from university, got a job, um, and then suddenly became very ill with an autoimmune disease, which meant he was bedridden for a couple of years. Uh, um so he came up with the idea of this and then it grew to a team of about eight developers and as you can imagine he was constantly trying to get people uh to talk to about it for investment and nobody was really interested and then obviously he kept saying this is going to be the biggest new thing on the planet type of thing and everybody would be just like a bit like that um on that startup um program you know, everybody laughing at that one when she said, this is the next big thing for for world currency. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, this is basically what they were doing to this, this young guy. He was 21 at the time. and He's now only 26. Um, and so basically it's got its user base throughout last year, rocketed to over 5 million users, giving it a value of 4.1 billion with American Express and Hewlett-Packard amongst its clients,
0: What I I don't understand, sorry, is that it only adds sale, I say only, just comparing it to a billion, Uh, 54 million in the year to January 2021. It's forecast to make 130 million this year. How does that make him a billionaire?
1: I don't understand all of that, Declan, so don't ask me. But I'm just quoting the article. You'd have to ask somebody as much cleverer than me how all of that works, but apparently he's got and now got a net worth of 1.5 billion, and he's 113th on the Sunday Times Rich List. Um, but what was really interesting for me, he's now based in Barcelona. His girlfriend, who you know, he was probably driving mad at the time because he was taking over her flat in Kings Cross in London. They now live in um, Barcelona. Businesses registered in the UK. They both live in Barcelona. She now works for the business. But the really interesting thing was that they've got 500 people working in the business with no offices. Mm. And because we are a remote team, those things always strike a chord with me because, you know, the old guard, the dinosaurs, you know, like, where is your office? Where are you based? When will you be getting an office? Um, and sometimes, don't get me wrong. I, I sometimes think it would be great to to, to hub in person. I think yeah. there's definitely a need for that, and we we've we've we're addressing that, aren't we? Of how we can get together regularly.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But I just thought it's really interesting that a business has grown to that size with so much interest, and it actually doesn't have any offices. Those 500 employees are based across the UK and the US, and I just like thought, wow, wow. No office required,
0: mm.
1: and because uh, obviously we've discussed many times on the podcast, haven't we, about remote working?
0: Because that's not um, a small team to manage either. <laughs> it isn't. Like, it isn't. That that's some Slack channel, that
1: <laughs> exactly. It is. It's, uh, Eighty thousand organisations use use it, um, and yeah, I mean, can you imagine? Like when he was going round, going. You can imagine touting yourself, can't you? This is going to be the next big thing. And people are going, oh, yeah. I and, and have things
0: would...
1: oh. One of the things that they say on that, that startup um, show is uh, when the, when they're chatting to investors, the investors go, yeah, we'll have a little chat and we'll circle back around. And I just think, yeah, basically that's their terminology for like, no, thank you. Um, circle thought, back around having... is ridiculous.
0: It's a dickhead phrase, phrase a dickhead. isn't it?
1: Yeah, I thought. Like, I wonder what? how many people have said, "Oh, we'll circle back around to you, to him, prior to COVID."
0: Yeah, come back to us in six months.
1: But that's the thing, isn't it? It's like how it's you know the the world has experienced such a terrible thing, and there are always winners and losers in everything. And that's there's an well, example. Well, you couldn't be of more thing. of
0: a you know a virtual conferencing. You couldn't be more primed really could you for
1: exactly exactly mm-hmm. it's fascinating so never give up on your dreams either
0: no very true very true well i'm actually not going to do the business bit section because we've been going nearly an hour already so i'll park that bit for now um we had too many recommendations at the beginning but i hope everyone can notice that our audio is a lot clearer I just burped there. So I hope that, like, that it wasn't. Oh that... my
1: goodness. Are no, so well, you that... just checking that I the audio it... does ring really in I hope well. it wasn't
0: that clear that you could hear that as well. <laughs> but we now have um, some microphones as well. We've so... invested
1: in some microphones because now we're real podcasters. After about a year, we've decided that this is, you know, we are going to give it our best shot and keep going.
0: <laughs> we are. It
1: just makes you say that anybody can start a podcast. We didn't need to set of fi- fancy microphones before
0: we didn't so yeah i hope so don't, can... don't
1: let that put you off if you want to start a podcast is basically what i'm saying because if we can do <laughs> it anybody oh God, can do off.
0: it she's off um yeah so i hope that people oh you sound tired i am tired Up oh you a...
1: oh
0: those early morning networking, networking morning. things Mum, when mm. you used to do them, you used to whinge, not just the day that it was of, the day before, the day before and, the day, and the day after. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: You're but, less than half my age. You should be able to get up, no problem.
0: Oh, I did. I did. You
1: can bounce out of bed like a little gazelle.
0: I did. <laughs> I did. Are we done? We're done. Right. Thank you for listening to this episode of It's in the Jeans podcast. You can follow us both on Twitter. I'm at Declan Williams underscore, and you are. Before it. we are at It's in the Jeans Pod on Instagram, <laughs> and on Twitter we're at In the Jeans Pod. You why did I did it? What are you laughing at?
1: What is, what is actually wrong with you? You do you, uh, you just seem as if you I don't know.
0: What this full it hour? Seem
1: like doesn't seem like that last bit is flowing i am at and you are at and we are at oh
0: well i'm so sorry you i tell you what you take it go on you do the outro you've got the oh, show I notes up Come on you've got the show notes up that it's there no
1: no it's fine i'll do the outro. Oh, all right
0: so you can slag me off but you won't you won't do it and exactly, exactly. i'm not prepped that. i'm
1: not prepped
0: love that for me um you can also follow our business at the digital gene um, please like share and write review for this podcast. Bye. Oh, definitely.
1: we still oh, didn't ask for perfect. reviews at the beginning.
0: We've had some reviews recently. It's fine. Have we? Well, we've had brilliant. some ra- we've had some ratings.
1: Wow, brilliant! So, and we actually had a an email, didn't we? All the way from the US of A last night.
0: It was a sales email, though.
1: I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't read it properly yet. But we'll report back next episode.
0: Okay, but yes, it was nice feedback. But yeah, okay. Bye, everyone.
1: I see you next time no hear me next
0: time oh, <laughs> bye, bye.